Father, we thank you for the month of January that has successfully come to an end. And February is starting from today. And as February is starting, it is starting on a good note to the praise of your holy name. I give you thanks and I give you all the adoration and honor. Be adored. Hallowed be thy name. Come and have your place in this place and in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. February is starting and it's going to start on a good note. And to start February on a good note, I want to start the February ahead of time by start sharing with you the message for the month of February and maybe beyond, which is our main topic for the year that we have been looking at. And I've been praying about during our praying and fasting days that your kinship. You see, don't ever let anybody deceive you that the best way to see the glory of God is to ask for his will to be done and not for his kingdom to come upon you or his kinship to come upon your life. Because I have seen from the scriptures and I have seen from, from my personal relationship with God that the best form of ever a thing that can happen to the believer is when the believer has the influence of God over his life. Are you here with me? And I want, to, to, I want to let you know that the kingdom of God is a very, very important thing that has to be in our life. In this series, I'm going to share with you the kingship of God, the kingdom of God, which is in two folds. The kingdom of God is in two folds. And then uh, we'll be looking at all the two sides. We'll be looking at the kingship of God. We'll also be looking at what the kingdom of God is not. And I'll try as much as possible to be sequential enough to build on the basis and the sequences thereof so that putting all together, you can have a complete section to guide your life and know how to put your prayer. Hallelujah. In so doing, turn your Bible with me to the book of Matthew chapter 6 and we read verse 10 and chapter, verse 33. Matthew 6, 10. We're going to read that in consonance all together. Are you there? I read the KJV. So let's read it together. It's a very popular scripture and you should know it. You should be you should even be able to quote it. Because sometimes going to school, we, we, we say it at assembly. So let's read. Matthew 6, 10. Let's read. One, two, go. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's read the, the A part again. Thy kingdom come. Let's stop. Let's go to 33. Let's read from verse 32. Or let's read from the 31. Let's read. Go. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or whatsoever shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Have you seen that many of the times our prayers and our basic reason for serving 
instances is that we have our needs met through us. Through us. Many of the times we are like the, like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The very reason why we go to church on Sunday, we go to prayer on Monday, go to church programs, go the pastors who lay their hands on us, is only that we have our clothes that we want. It's possibly that we will build the best house on earth. It's possibly that we will have the best of amount of money in our bank account. It's possibly that we will never have a need of anything. But that, when something is the case, will be prophesied to be said on the other of all peoples. True or false? Because of this, we take Christianity as a very important thing in our life. But for these things, human beings would have no reason to come to God. I'm being honest with you. I hear you. But you see, whenever the reason for coming to God is these material things, you will never get them. Though you will pray the endless more for them. Believe me, you arise from the world. When the reason for your coming is from the 31 to the 32, you won't get them. prayer a lot. But I will tell you that. It is not. That is why he says that when you pray, be not like the hypocrites or the Pharisees and the Sadducees who stand by the wayside thinking that by their many repetitions they will be heard. But when you pray, say our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. So you see, 
The problem of many Christians in the, in, in, in the scripture, in Matthew chapter 6, is that we, we say that verse 7, 8, 9. Though he said, Hallowed be the name that kingdom come. Hallowed be our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be the name. Then some of the time, we ignore the place of thy kingdom come that we go to thy will be done on earth. We ignore that kingdom come. Even that will be done on earth. We don't normally like saying it. Because some people say that hey, before you pray that God, your will be done on earth. It means that you are ready to let go of everything. But some people say, I don't, I'm not ready to say that prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive our enemies. And as they are saying it, their lips are, are shaking. Because they know that there are some people they, they have not forgiven them. A hard time. Hmm? Hatred. The word hatred. Let me say it like the Iron Man. Hatred. You've hated so much that as you are there, you see, thank God with where the Lord has brought me. I don't think I have a singular person in my life that I can say that I don't talk to. If you have stepped in my, your, on me and you've hurt me, hmm? if the next morning you are willing to talk to me, I'm willing to talk to you. I'll even make an approach. Unless you've made yourself a fool, I won't waste my time on you. But you see, what I'm trying to say is that Jesus Christ was giving a condition to the people that were talking to him that our father, teach us to pray. The disciples came to him, teach us to pray. And he said, when you pray, don't say that. And he was telling them that, look, everything that you will be looking for on this earth, every other person is looking for it. So, don't just be like every other person going around looking for the same things. Crying for the same thing. Money. Car. House. Do you know that some ladies have prayed for husband? 25 years, they've still not gotten a husband yet. Do you know that? Do you know the reason why? It's simple. They are praying for husband, but the kingship of God is not in them. So there are certain things in them that is not gone away. And God will never bring a man that you come and disgrace him. That the man will come and say, ah, I saw you in church. You were praying, Adaba, Adaba, Adaba. And I saw you the way you were knocking your head like Hannah who was praying in the chapel of Eli. I thought you were a holy angel. But look at the character you are putting up. And God wants to deal with that thing. And you are not ready. So you are there. That is why some of them will remain single. It's not a case. Some of the ladies will remain single. Some men will remain single. Some of the times, it is not the doing of our family household. No, it is no more. It is no more the doing of our family house. It is God himself who is not trying to disgrace himself and disgrace us, us too. That is the Bible says that scarcely with the righteous man that but nobody knows what the Lord is God saving him from. Do you know that? <laughs> We're continuing. Are you here with me? The kingdom of God is not the active for he other things. I said the kingdom of God is in twofold, and I'm going to teach in sections. Today I'm doing a general thing. Next week I'm going to tell you what the kingdom of God is. Are you here with me? So everybody would come and many of the times when people are saying that they are praying for the kingdom of God, all they mean to be saying is that they are praying that they want to be seeing the glory of God. Are you here with me? 
The problem with us is not that we have not prayed enough. It's not that we have not prayed enough. In terms of ours, our hours, for your better understanding, in terms of ours, or read the Bible enough, or fasted enough in terms of ours, but that we have, we did all hypocritically. Are you here with me? We did all of this hypocritically. That, that, that we may see the glory of God, but not because we want to submit to him. Are you here with me? The problem with us is not that we have not prayed enough in terms of hours. It's not that we have not fasted enough. It's not that we've not read the Bible enough. But we did all of these things hypocritically. That is why a Christian sister or brother can go and pray. The next minute, when you see him, you ask, ah, and you want to go to shower prayer camp. Now, yeah. Have you seen some before? And you know that we saw a prayer cup and that the way now boom power was lost. That is how somebody can meet you and they say, We are Kasiapa, you are a fool. Then they will tell you, you're a pastor, say, Oh, so sorry. You are not doing me. No, you didn't do the Osofo, you did God. You understand me? But if God is your king, then you can be a different man in the church. And a different person outside. It could have been the same person. The kingdom of God. I don't want to jump to teach what the kingdom of God is. So I'm talking about only a general thing today. You see, the easiest way to partake of a blessings, of the blessings of God, is not doing the things to things that will get his attention. But surrounding to him in totality. Alice, are you hearing me? So you see. Some Christians think that if I pray for longer hours, God will hear me. God will give me what I want. And I'm being honest. That is why Christianity is seen to have lost its value today. I hear. Christians pray long hours but they are not diligent and stupid in business and are stupid in every way other way and their way is not so prosperous you may think that because I've fasted 40 hours or 40 days in every year the Lord is supposed to bless me look I'm telling you somebody has been in the church hmm, and has been asking for one gift out of the nine gifts not even an office oh. The fivefold ministries are different from the gifts. Has been asking for just one gift. Lord, I want to prophesy some. I want to prophesy some. And here comes a prostitute from outside. Yesterday entered the church. And before you realize, the person lifted the eyes and the voice to heaven. And said, Lord, I've given it all to you. The next moment he said that prostitute prophesying. And he'd be like, God, you have been unfair. You have been unfair. Look at how long I've fasted. I've been to the mountains. I've been there before. I've gone every other place. 
Hey, God, I've been here all this while. If they say maturity, I'm mature. I've had the deeper things. Man of God, I've laid hand on me. Archbishop, I used to about whoever, whoever. They've all laid hand on me, but I can't prophesy. Why? God, this one I need to understand. That some of the time we begin to give God ultimatum. If nothing is happening, I will take charge myself. God, next year, if I don't see a move, I will take a different turn. So you see, that is simply because you were doing all those things hypocritically. Hypocritically, you were, you were just doing it. But somebody will come just tomorrow morning, and before you realize, the person is all over the place. The Lord is using him. Do you know the reason why? He sought the kingship of God. And when God became a king in his house, ah, I remember one day in the scriptures. I wanted to use the scripture later. I remember one day in the scriptures. Bible said that there was a man called Zacchaeus. He was in a certain town, and Jesus was walking through the town. And then when he saw Jesus coming, he went on top of a tree and saw Jesus. And Jesus told him that Zacchaeus come down. When Jesus came, Zacchaeus came down, they went to his house. He said that I am a test collector. And if I take something from somebody unlawfully, I return it. And Jesus said, Zacchaeus, from today, salvation has come to your house. So you see, salvation doesn't come to your house when you have only gone to meet Jesus one hour and come back. He comes when you invite him fully to take a whole possession of your house. Are you hearing me? It doesn't come. Hmm? The salvation alone is not talking about Zacchaeus has given his life to Christ. I hope you get it right. It meant a lot there. That moment that Zacchaeus, Jesus came to Zacchaeus' house. He says, Zacchaeus, from today, salvation has come to your house. Salvation. Salvation that you are looking for. The blessings that you are looking for. They're only going to come to you when Jesus has fully come into your house. I hope you get it right. When Jesus has fully come to have a place and could ask you that, retain them. One day somebody came to Jesus and said, Lord, I want to walk with you, a rich boy. I want to walk with you. I want to sit at your right hand side and said everything. And he said, oh, what can I do to be saved? And he said everything. He said, all these things I've done from my youth. Then he said, go and give your riches to the poor and follow me. He said, hey, it is too hard a thing. What was he asking for? He was asking for the glory of God. But he was not ready for the kingship of God. The authority of God upon his life. I hope you get it right. Can God say to you, don't, and you won't? I want to ask you a question. Can God say to you, don't do that? When was the last time you even heard God saying, don't do that? And he didn't do it. This morning, I was doing something. Then I felt in my spirit to call somebody. I said, oh, the person misbehaved the other day, so there's no need calling the person. I quickly returned and called the person. The person didn't pick. I've done my part. I've done my part. I've done my part. Can God say to you, don't? Can God say to you, yes and no, and you obey? The man said it is too difficult. So you see, he couldn't get what he was looking for. I hope you get it right. I believe that if he had been able to be ready to have gone to sacrifice all his good to the poor and come, he would have had multiple of what he was having. He would have had multiples of what he was having. Salvation has come to your house. We seek for God's glory more than we seek for his authority. You see, if there is ever a prayer so powerful to pray as a believer, 
It is the prayer of your kingdom come. Are you here? Are you listening to me? If there is ever a prayer so powerful to pray, it should be the prayer of your kingship, his kingship, his authority. Your kingdom come. Look, let me assure you. Hmm? Yes. Let me assure you. On the word of God. Stop worrying yourself about praying about the small devils. Every day you are casting and binding. Every day they say that this devil is coming to your house tomorrow morning. Then you wake up. Hey, hey. If God is the watchman at your gate, you don't need to remind him of the enemy that is coming. Do I, am I making myself clear? If God is the watchman over your house, you don't need to remind him. But that is what the Bible says in the book of the Psalms that he that watcheth over Israel, he not that sleeps or slumber. Are you here with me? Yes, and Bible says that except the watchman watcheth over the city, the labor in vain that watcheth over it. If God is the one that is watching over your city, you don't need to remind him every time that God, there is a fire on the mountain. No! No! The reason why many of the times it seems like we always have to come and come and be crying, Tadaba, Libra, Shatalia, Tatu, Zatalia, Barede, crying, saying things, and some of the times you don't even know what we are saying. It's because we have not given the full authority of God in our life. So we think that from time to time and again, we have to come thinking that when we have left pieces for him, God is not seeking for some place. He's looking for every place. And if he's having every place, there is no harm that will befall you. Are you here with me? Today, we have dedicated our marriage and we've taken allowance. Tomorrow, we have dedicated our job and we have left off our children. The next day, it's like we are giving it one by one and see, surrender all. Surrender all to him. Can you ask God that God, your authority, your kingship, kingship in this house, king, ah, your kingship, your kingship in this house, your kingship in my life. Look, and when you get to that place where you cry to God, the Lord, your kingship in my life, it's like all your life is nothing by, by the directions of what he will lead you to do. But you know, we have reservations in our, we have reservations in our life. We are not ready to give it all. So we have hold back some. And we come and we are not ready to disclose to God. I don't know who we are deceiving. We think God cannot see it all. But he can see everything. We can see everything. I know God can see everything. So I don't know what we try holding back with. Mm. The problem is that we've not asked for it. It's not that we've not asked for it. Not mentioned in our quest, but that we have misconcepted it. That whenever we make a request for it, for his kingdom, what we actually mean is to see the glory of his glory upon us and not his authority. What I'm saying is that the problem eh, about the kingdom of God is not that we've not asked for it. A lot of Christians say it. Are you here with me? It's not that we've not asked for it. It's not that we've not prayed it. But the problem is that we've misconcepted it. Are you here with me? So anytime that 
We pray it or we say it. We are only meaning that we want to see the glory of God and not his authority over us. I'm telling you that time. I said the other day when I, I pre preached a session of this message that those who live in a house have access to every blessings, every food in the house. That those who come once a time and knock on the gates, they give them the portions and they go. Two of us. If it is Christmas time, eh? And you're a poor man, you don't have anything, and you go to a rich man, you go and stand at the gates, you keep knocking, and the rich man will come out and give you some. Not all. But he said, come unto me. All you that labor, and I will give you rest. What did he say? Surrender all unto me. Let me be your king. That is why he said in the book of Ezekiel that I will be their God. He said, I will take water and I will sprinkle upon you. I will put my word in you. And you shall be my people. And I will be your God. You see, the only place that he God can be your God is when you have decided to be his, his son. Did you hear me? God will never force himself on you. But he said, and that they shall be my people. It is your decision to be his child. And he, before he can, that is why he said in the book of Revelation 3.20 that, Behold, I am at the door knocking. And if any man could hear my voice and open up the door, I will come in and eat with him. And he shall also eat with me. God will never come and bank into your house. God will never come in any place that you have not given him authority over and back in. That, hey, 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 I see you sick. I want, to, I want you to get healed. God will never do it. He will never come and say, that, hey, hey, you've only dedicated to me your business, but I've seen that your children are sick. I've seen that your children are going wayward. No, 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 no. Have you given them to God? Have you given them to God? He will never come and say that, hey, I've realized that, oh, this one is going. He said that, your life, you are only asking for school fees. Are you, are you ready to surrender everything to him? He will never come. Give it all to him. Is he your God? Is he your God? Behold, I am at the door and I'm knocking. I am knocking. I won't force myself. I won't force myself. If only you hear me. We misconcepted it. Anytime you hear the believer saying that, oh God, your kingdom come. All the person is meaning in simplest of sentences is that God, you know, you have promised me in this life that you bless me. You make me great. My God, as I'm here right now, look, even I don't have one city to buy Gary. God, all I'm praying is that your kingdom come. In other words, it means like God, open the heavens. Open the floodgates in abundance and cause your rain to fall on me. And then you are singing it. And you are praying. And that is what we mean by saying that I cannot come. <clears throat> in other words, to mean that what we are experiencing on earth, it is not what is purpose there. So let what is on earth come on earth. And God is also saying that that is not the first step. There are systems. At last we said that God... Eh? As far as heaven and earth remain, life and God work through systems and processes. And not until those processes are completed stage after stage, you can't fully see the glory of God. Are you here with me? Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Jesus could have said, you know, Jesus didn't use the words or misplace the contents of the word. No. 
in contest. He didn't misplace it. He is a master of all knowledge. He could have said that your will be done and your kingdom come. But he said, your kingdom come. You see, I said I'm going to teach you what the kingdom of God is and what is not. That word there, as he used in Matthew 10, Matthew 6, 10, is Bessalia. I'll give you the right spellings next week. I won't spell it today because I'm not teaching that. Bessalia. And Bessalia simply stands for the word your authority. Your authority. You see, you may go to a house. Are you here with me? And then there may be a boy in the house and his father is the richest man. But among all his siblings, he looks so wretched, so destitute, as though his daddy doesn't care. It's not that the daddy doesn't care, but he doesn't allow the daddy's influence over his life. How you get with me? And it's not that the father is so wicked and not ready to make available his possessions to the son. Once upon a time, there were two sons. One or called the prodigal son came to the father and said, Daddy, behold, I am of age. Give me some of the blessings that belong to me. And let me take and go and enjoy myself. Bible said he took it and he went into a far country. And he had made use of it. And when he had made use of it, the father no longer had control over him. Mind you, when he was in his father's house, he doesn't beg to eat. When he needs food, he doesn't go to the father. I want to eat. It is only the housemates in your house who have to go to your mother to ask her, Mommy, can I dish the rice in the pot? But the biological children, they go to us. Irrespective of how your mother is angry with you, you don't need to go and ask sometimes. Are you here with me? Am I telling lies? The biological children in the house, and most importantly, the ones that are ready to do the will of their parents, it's like everything that I have is yours. So the young man went to a far country, consumed it, spent it. The father no longer has influence over him. The father no longer has authority over him. He was no longer the, the son of the father. That the father could not tell him that, don't go there. Don't do that. Now he was having his own will. At the point he had consumed everything. And he was now feeding, feeding, feeding on the troughs. Cassava pills that were feeding, feeding pigs. Cassava pills. That was all he was eating from. So he said, Ah! Why have I made myself like this? Behold, the slaves, the servants in my father's house, none of them even beg for food. Why am I doing myself like this? I'll return. I'll go back to my father. And I'll go and tell my father that, Behold, I've sinned against you in heaven. And I'm not worthy to be called your, your son. But if you can make me a servant. And the Bible said that his father called him and put the ring on his hand. Do you know what he was doing? He was submitting to the father's authority. He came submitting to the father's authority. And from that moment on, it was never recorded again that this man was hungry. His elder brother, there were only two children. His elder brother in the house. His elder brother in the house. Look at it. His elder brother in the house. When he saw the junior brother at the, at the big land that they were doing party for him. Bible said that he went to hide 
When others have told him that your brother has come, one person went to tell their brother, your brother has come and your father has put a ring on his hand. And that the wedding for say, Daddy, behold, I've been with you all these years and you've never held a party for me. And the father said, all these things that I have are yours. Ah. You see, when you are under the control or when God has a control over your life, eh, I'm, I'm assuring you, all you need to do, to do is to go through the stages, to go through the processes. And all the things, that is something that, seeking first the kingdom of God and all the things shall be added unto his means. When you have surrendered to his authority, all the things, it's, it's not a fairy tale. Are you here with me? All the things. Look, let me tell you, if you want to get sick, eh, don't submit to the authority of God. If you want to get sick, I'm telling you one medicine of pure life without sickness is obedience. Which people get the HIV? It's not the people who say forget what is protection or what is abstinence, what is chastity. If it is one woman, it is one woman. Do you know what? Let me tell you, do you know one thing that is killing the young men today? In my village, they call it Alokuli. Do you know what is Alokuli? You have slept with this girl. I didn't know I've gone to sleep with her. Hmm? And many of them don't know God. That is why it's happening. There is another part of it. And then we do things together. You get sick, I don't know, and I meet you and stuff. You will die quick. That is why I think what a shock and stuff. My uncle was telling me that, hey, Patrick, don't joke. Oh. In Accra, everybody don't know whom they are sleeping with. Look, submissiveness to the authority of God is your surest key to the liberty you are looking for on this earth. Did you hear what I said? Your submissiveness to the authority of God is the surest key to the liberty you are looking for on this earth. The reason why you waste your time coming to pray and you have to pray the Lord protect my food. Lord, protect my food. Lord, send your angels. You've only asked for angels to guide your bed. But you've not surrendered the whole house to him. Are you there with me? Ah. Okay, sir. All that thing that I have are yours. Okay. Look, Kalis, as you are in the house, imagine you have decided not to be very submissive to your mom or to your dad. Do you know your daddy can throw you out of the house? Do you know he can throw you out of it? It's, it's, it's as simple as that. Look, I was born and at the age of two, my daddy died. At age seven, my mommy passed on. So in five years interval, my daddy died. My, my, my mom also left the scene. I stayed with my uncle. Are you here with me? He loved me to the point that I was able to differentiate that this man loved me even more than his own children. I'm being honest with you. A sincere thing I'm telling you. Because I was ready and I was ever ready. When he says Patrick, I said daddy. 
Look, obedience is no stupidity and foolishness. If you're obedient and submissive, it doesn't mean that you're a fool. Are you here with me? When you're obedient to an authority, it doesn't mean that you're a fool. I remember that they would go to work where his, his, his dresses are washed. I'm one of the people who he will ask to wash his dress. His fan is there, but he will ask me to wash his dress. Are you on it for him? Are you on need a military man's dress? It's another tag of war. Policing his shoe alone is another tag of war. An uncle visited us in our house and he asked me to iron his crown. After iron, he said, Hey! I thought I'm the only policeman. I never knew there is a second policeman in this house. I've ironed a military man's dress before. Look at the khakiness of their nika, their trouser. But you have to make sure the line is straight. When it is double line, what betides you nearly slapped me one day because of double lines. But then never stop ironing it. Me and his son, we can all be chasing girls. But when I go and chase my own, he will call me and tell me that, be careful. But he will leave his son. He was able to call me and tell me that that is my own son, but don't follow him. I'm quoting his words of blessed memory. Don't follow him. And that word ever rang bells in my head. And I was ever ready to follow him. When he died, I was considered one of his own sons. Read his tribute. I decided to resign from even going forward to chase his needs and other things with my sisters. Because I don't want anybody to say that you have spent my daddy's money. Are you here with me? Because when the, when the officials who came for the wedding, the, the, the funeral, sorry, saw me, they were like, oh, this is one of his sons. Because at the headquarters, they all know me to be his firstborn son. They say, your daddy has some benefits. Come for it. Come with your sister. If I'm a, I want to be a criminal, I'll just pass their back. Go and take the money. Chop them small, small. But I never followed it. And when they even went for I didn't ask for a petrol. I did not even ask for one CD. Look, the man was ready that wherever I wanted to go, he would follow me. I remember when I finished school, high school, I wanted to go to the army. I said, oh, young man, I want to join the army. He said, don't go. I said, ah, this man, are you too what's up? Me too, I want to fill the dress on. I want to feel the amethyst on that. By then he was alive. Like by now, oh, forget, what is church? And I was living comfortable in his house. One day in my life, I went to, I'm telling you through, through stories, I went to stay with my grandma, just here, close by. And when I was staying with him, he says, you go to church too much. You pray too much. I want two things from you. Learn. So do you know the best time I read the Bible? When I sit at the study table. As though I'm learning. That is why I'm reading my Bible. It wasn't that I was under restrictions. But I've told you about that woman before. Learn. And pass your exams for me. And the moment she realizes that I'm giving myself to studies. When she's coming from work. She'll buy me. There is a coke that you take and you don't sleep so that you can study. So buy me everything that I'm in need of. Unless I don't ask. I was ready to listen to yes and no. You see, the reason why Christians behave like 
they are the slaves in the house of God is because they have not submitted to the authority of God. Are you hearing me? I'm telling you something. Look, you have a few here, but take it serious and walk with your shoulders up. And when somebody is saying that, why is it that you only, only you, you are doing something as if you are the only one who has seen God. I remember when I got born again, some people asked me, when did you come? We were in church before you. Stop saying certain things. Are you the only one who has gotten to know God and has read the Bible? The one we say this, you say you don't do this like that. When we say this, you say you don't do it like that. But I read in the scriptures in Acts 20 32, the Bible says that, Brethren, I recommend you to God and the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them who are sanctified. Today, today, and today, as we are talking, Christians don't know what the word of God is. Not to even talk about the written word and the spoken word of God. That God can say that to them. No, do you, even, do you even sense it when God is talking to you? That you can say, this is God. He's restricting me from doing something. It's like Christians have their own will. Are you hearing me? And all they are asking for is that glory, the glory of God be seen in their life. It's pathetic. But I want to tell you that if you want to go forward, then you need to, you need to, you need to put, put these things aside. You see, the easiest way to please a man is not when you do it sometimes. Are you hearing me? The easiest way to please a man is not when you do it sometimes, occasionally, but it's all when you do it always. Are you here with me? And the easiest way to please a man is not when you come before him sometimes. Are you here? To spend some time before him and do certain things. So you see, Christians, some of the time, the only time we practice righteousness and holiness is when we are fasting and praying. Tell me I'm telling lies. Some Christians are ready Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they will do all the nonsense stuff. Go to the clubs. Go and fool around. Sunday, Holy God, we are going to church. Sunday, we don't say we don't insult. But any other day, so they will insult and say, I don't know we are in church. But let them leave the church. You see them say the foolish things they want to say in this world. Yes. That is the kind of Christianity we have come to meet. Sunday, that is what we feel that there is, there is an obedience, there is something called obedience. Monday, or oh, club. Even Sunday when we close from church, how many hours? Two hours? Oh, yeah, but is here. As soon as we close, some, some people, Vienna City car is waiting for them. So some girls are there, they don't even know the dress they wear for, for, for church. About Togo, long ones, any some If some girls are here, some of the time by now they'll be working out. Two of us. Thank God our sister is wearing cabin's lit. Turn your book with me to the book of Psalm 91. Turn your Bible with me to Psalm 91. Are you at Psalm 91? Jesus gave me the cross, the precious fountain.
free to all a healing stream flows from Calvary's mountain. Then he says, In the cross, in the cross, <laughs> be my glory. Look, look, the cross, the cross, it's not a place where you have your own will. Hmm? On the cross, it's not a place where you have your own will. But in the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever till my raptured soul shall find rest beyond dairy. Look, in the cross, it's not where you want to do what you want to do. God is asking a question with all the cry you are crying. With all the secret prayers you are praying, can I lead you? Look, that thing you are asking for. Some of you, some of the prayers you are praying for, you are praying. As soon as God answers them, you will know where to be found. You'll be like a goat that has lost him. Kalisis is laughing. It's making me laugh. <laughs> look, they will look for you, they will not see you. You'll be like a dog when it was hungry, he knows the owner. But as soon as he has gotten food, oh! Why am I Bela? You are going to cut Bela. Hey! I said, in the cross, it's not a place where you want to please yourself. In the cross is the place where his will is done. That is why Jesus Christ went onto the Mount of Transfiguration and said that, if it be my will, let this cup pass away from me. But not my will. Your will be done. And he was ready to die on the cross. The Bible said that when he had done all this, the Father gave him a name that is above every name. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee should bow. Because Jesus was ready to say, Daddy, your will. And when he surrendered to the Father, the Father said that, Thou faithful and loyal son, come and sit at my right hand. Now my name should be overshadowed by your name. Ah! My name should be overshadowed by your name. That by the mention of the name Jesus. Previously it was God, God, Jehovah, Jehovah. Now it is Jesus. Because Jesus was ready to do the Father's will. Bible said, that's what Bible said in the book of Ephesians. That, Philippians that who be in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But suffered all things to the obedience of death and became like God. Ah. Look, he came on earth and he said that I do nothing of myself such as I hear I do, such as I see I do and my father is pleased with me. That is why he can boldly say that I and my father are one. You run it like a rhyme. You think that Jesus was just saying that because God is the one who gave him birth through Mary, Madeline, Jesus, whatever they call her. And then he came on earth and he was a virgin birth and whatsoever. So he said, oh, ah, the Holy Ghost. I was the one who entered Mary's stomach. I didn't penetrate through any other place. I didn't cut through another place. Blood didn't come when a man had sex with her and a whole lot of things. So I am like this. I'm like God. It's not true. The man was saying that I'm like God because... He was living in obedience to God. Are you hearing me? He was living in obedience to God. He submitted to the authority of God. Can you say that you are like God? Let's go to Psalm 91. Let's go to Psalm 91. Look at something there. 
Verse 1 says, you know, do you have the message Bible? You don't have the message Bible. Let me try and see if I can read it on my, my device. Let's read Psalm 91. Let's keep reading Psalm 91. While I look for that. You have message Bible? Message Bible. Yes, open to the message Bible. I want to make sure I, I get this. But let's read Psalm 91. Open to some, uh, this one. Matthew chapter 6. Read it from verse 30. We'll read it in the Message Bible. Let's read this. Let's read Psalm 91 in the KGV. I'll read why he looks for that. He that dwelleth. Listen to it very carefully. Brother, if possible, stop the search. I'll, I'll, I'll prompt you to search for it. But listen to this. He that dwelleth in the sacred place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. Are you here with me? Do you know what the shadows of God are? The blessings. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you on authority. Ah. The blessings. Is, let, let me use the, the, the prodigal son. When he went far away from the father, what were the shadows of the father? The father's riches and wealth. And now because he was not at the secret place of the father, in the father's roof, under the father's roof, he was no more abiding by the shadows of the father. But when he came back, so Bible is saying that he that dwells under the sacred place of, do you know, we've read about the sacred place, the sacred place, those of you have listened to Apostle Joshua Selman so much, you might have heard about the sacred place. The secret of secrets of God, eh? when you can dwell and have the full protection of God over your life, is the place of where he has his authority over your life. I'm telling you this. Look, is the place where he has his authority over your life. That is why the Bible says that it is in vain to wake up early and eat the bread of sorrow and be sleeping late. And it is in vain when they build if the Lord is not building. Look at verse 2. He that dwells at the secret place of the Most High. Look, I'm telling you, your greatest of defense and shield is God's authority over you and nothing else. Is somebody listening to me? Don't think that the prayer you prayed yesterday is your greatest of defense. No. Don't think that the first thing you did is your defense. Some of you, if you have anything to boast, is the only the only the only thing you have as a Christian that you can talk about is your prayer life. Asa. Ask the Muslims praying. Ask the Buddhists praying. Isn't the ritualist praying? Are they all not calling on a certain God? And to a certain point, we even say that all of them are calling on one God, true or false. But you can be sitting in car with the same people and you get an accident and you will come out. He that draws at the secret place of the Most High. So you know, you know the problem. Many of the time, we come to God and we are asking the Lord, let your shadow fall on me. Are you hearing me? Let your shadow follow me. We are asking the shadows are the blessings we are seeking for. And we are not ready to abide there. All that is in your mind eh, is how to get money, buy some car, and put some girls in it, and go and chill. And you are praying to God, God bless me. God bless me. And God is asking, what will you use the car for? Let me say the things that are happening. What will you use the car for? When I ask you that, put clothes 
empty, dirty old clothes in the car and give, and give it to the poor people in the village, will you be ready to do so? Or you tell them, oh God, I just bought this car. I can't send it to the village, right? You'll be there be slanging. You'll be there be speaking your slangs. I can't send it there. You can't send it there. We shall see. Do you know when some people bought car, they have, they, they have stopped coming to church. But when the car got spoiled, they remember to go back to church. The same person was in church and was crying for the same car. But as soon as the car came, I forgot God. One day, Bible says that a, a rich man had thrown a banquet and he sent his servant to the highways to go and call the people to come and enjoy. That the very people that the banquet was thrown for, when they went to the first place, hey, I've just married though. I've just married. I've just married. Another one said, hey, I just bought the land. If I don't go inspect it, the people will take the land away. In the cross, be my glory ever found. To my rapture. So, look, do you know one of my favorite hymns? Oh, master, let me walk with thee in lonely path of service free. Help me believe that said. Look, it was a sacred song that I used to sing. A forgotten part. Anytime I sing it, my eyes draw tears. That I ever wish that every moment I've been saying, oh God, if only every moment I can hear you say, my son, don't do, do, don't do, do. It is enough. Somebody tell me you're a fool, but I know where I'm going. Another one says, Thou my everlasting portion. More than friend or life to me. All along my pilgrim journey. Savior, let me walk with thee. Close to thee. Close to thee. Close to thee. Close to thee. All along my pilgrim. Which SSV attend? Which SSV attend? Eh? Ah. Uh, is it, do they teach you in? They taught me this one in SS. I read a, a, a literature device in English. Rediscovery. I don't know if you've read it. Ha! Ah, look, when I was reading the thing in English class, the Lord was speaking to me. I saw the message of God in it. He said, in your presence, we have identified ourselves. In you, in you, in your presence, in your name, we have found ourselves. And I told my colleagues, have you seen that thing written there? It's just like a Bible that is written. It's like God talking to me. I'm pleading with you, beloved. Don't be like every other person. Are you hearing me? Don't let your Christian life. Look, don't be, don't be a normal Christian who is like every other Christian. Let them come and be praying, God. We want it. Look, somebody can go to prayer seven days a week. Do you know what he's doing? All he's asking for is God bless me. Give me. Lord, this year they have to buy a house. I have to build a car. I have to buy a house. Is it buy a house and build a car? I have to buy a car. I have to build a house. I have to buy a car. I have to marry. And God is asking that. What I want to give you is more than marriage, house, and a car. I want to give you a salvation. Because the car can kill you. Marriage can kill you. Are you here with me? Money can destroy your life. But I want to give you something that is beyond that. If you have me, 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 God, you have everything.
Look, sometimes let me ask you, can I even come to you and tell you that God said A, B, C, D? Look, there are some people, me, as far as my discernment serves me, eh? when you go to them and talk to them that God said, when you leave, they'll be like, ah, because you are which God said. I won't even obey. That is the end of whatever you have said. It's like the word, thou sayest the Lord, is no longer relevant in the ears of a believer. Let me tell you, the proof of your love eh, and acceptance of his assistance is not in your open mouth of saying, I love the Lord and I believe in him. It's your obedience to him and submissiveness to his authority. Do you hear what I said? The proof of your love eh, and obedience and confession of your belief in him it's not in your opening of mouth, I love the Lord. No, it's in your submissiveness to his authority through obedience. Obedience. So when you are able to say that God is the king over my life, that is why in the earlier when I preached some session of this message, I said that you can be living in Ghana, but you will see that the, the king of Ghana, the constitution of Ghana doesn't have authority over my, over my life. So you are living your life according to the constitution of America. So whenever something happens to you, the king of America will be the one that will have control over you. So let me tell you, Christians are in the church, but God is not their king. That is why the psalmist said that, blessed are those whose God is their king. Did you read it here with me? Read, let's read the verse 2. Then we'll read the, that, that scripture in the, in, the book of, in the book of Matthew in the Message Bible. The verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in whom I trust, surely He will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome person. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shall thou trust His truth. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shall not be afraid of the terror. You see, the verse 1 is telling when, look, when you read that, go home and go and read that scripture very well. He that dwelleth at the secret place of the Most High shall abide by the shadows of the Almighty. There is, he went home in the verse 5, he said, Thou shall not, if you are dwelling at the secret place of the Most High, you will not be afraid. Look, there are sometimes I see witches and people are running. It's like you are light, you are seeing darkness and you are going away. Who should be running? What have you learned in science? Darkness disperses, light disperses darkness, true or false? The reason why we are afraid of the enemy, are you hearing me? It's not that God is so weak to protect us. It's not that God couldn't have saved us, but it's because we were never ready to be obedient to God. It's because we were never ready to be obedient to God. So our fear of the dangers that are ahead of us is just because we have not done what is expected of us. So we know that definitely when the enemy comes, he will find us wanting. But I read in my scriptures, the Bible said that Jesus Christ said, the prince of this world has come and has found nothing in me. Did you ever say that? Devil came to try him home. Satan, he came to try Jesus several of the time. He came to him on the mountain where he had finished fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and came to him and said, if you be the son of God, take these stones and eat them and turn them to bread. He said, it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord and God and him alone shalt thou worship. When he said, I bow down to me. And then he said, turn this to He said, hey, do not tempt God. And Satan went away. Can you, can you as a believer, as a Christian, can you 
Can somebody come and say to you and you say that? And God said, I shouldn't do it. Today. And God said, I shouldn't do it. Can, can it happen like that? They have not finished making the statement. You have already compromised. Let's go and still. They have not finished saying it. You have already compromised. May God have mercy on us. Are you here with me? In the cross is our glory found. Are you here with me? I'm telling you on the authority of the word of God. It is in the cross our glory is found. Our glory is not found in the things that we will like. It is in the cross. Let's read that scripture in, 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 a, in, a book of, in, in, a, in the book of Matthew. Six, reading from verse 30. In a message Bible, read it. Matthew verse 30. I think in the message Bible, they say 30 to 33. You put it at the top there. If your message Bible is the correct one, they write the 30 to 33. They've segregated the, section, the verses. Okay, read it. Let me see. Can you see? The message Bible. Read if God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, mm-hmm. most of which are never even seen, mm. don't you think He will attend to you, mm. take pride in you, or mm. do His best for you? Mm. That's one. What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax. Mm. Do not be so preoccupied with getting, mm. so you can respond to God's giving. Did he hear it? Be not be, do not be so preoccupied with getting so that you can respond to God's giving. Do you know what that is? You see, at times, because he's the one who created us and has purposed us for something, he knows what is good for us when and at when, at, at what date. I hope you get it right. But when you're preoccupied with getting, I want, I want, I want, when God is even bringing what you're supposed to have to you, you are too full of yourself. Full occupied. Fully occupied. And because you have already decided what you want for yourself, when he is presenting what is good for you, you tell him that God, I wanted that lady with the bottle so much up. But Lord, you have given me this younger thing like this. Do you think I'll be satisfied? God is saying that this is what I want you to accomplish your destiny with. This is what will be your helpmate. And you are saying, that, Lord, I want to see the one that when she's wearing her shorts in the room, then I can be nodding my head and yeah, me a bema. Look, either the slim one or the Coca-Cola one, you are still a man. Read on. People who don't know God and the way he works first over these things. You see? People who don't know God, do you know there are some unbelievers, they will never step in church, but they will go and fast over these things. As the KJV said it, made it a little bit understandable that the Amplify, the Message Bible. That is what Message Bible, people, the Pharisees, they were considered people who don't know God. You see, when Jesus Christ came, which were the people who said that this God, we have known him and wanted to kill even Jesus himself? Was it not the Pharisees and the Sadducees? They were saying that we know God and you, you are a blasphemer. But you see, Bible said that God was, Jesus was saying that behold, these people, they draw nigh to me, but their heart is far away from me. With their lips, they do what? They honor me. So when God was saying that their hearts were far away from you know what God was saying? They were not ready to obey. They were not ready to submit to my authority, but they were saying that God bless us. So people who don't know God, so in other words, the people who are not ready to be submissive to the authority of God are the people who don't know God. 
That is what the Bible says that the people who do know they are God, they surmount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will do exploits in other sections. They will do exploits. They will run and not be weary. Even though young men shall faint and the old man shall utterly fall. But they that do know they are God, they will, they will matter with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. Look, you can run and not be weary. I'm telling you. And it is the moment when you have known God. People get weary. People get weary. Life, as you see, I tell you that it's built. It's not polished. You will get weary at a point. Or there will be a point when people will be wearing. You will be getting weary. But if you know your God. If you know your God. Do you know the days of weary? One of the days of getting weary is sickness. One of the days of getting weary is nothingness. But in your nothingness, will you get weary? Or you'll be like Job. You'll be like Job. Read on. But you know both God and He knows and how He works. Hey, but you know both God and how He works. Look at how Jesus was talking to the disciples. Continue. Steep your life in God's reality. Spend your life. Is that what? Steep. Steep or spend your life in God's reality. God initiative. God's initiative. God provision. God's provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You see, His initiative would always lead to his provisions. Get me? God's initiatives will always lead to his provisions. I'm being honest. Look, when we were about having our program the other day, we, we, did, we did our small estimate and we needed about a thousand cities. Two of us. We didn't have any money. Myself, I was not having money. But did we have the program or not? When I was paying for this thing, I sent the money like I was asking. <sighs> the man said 250. I said, What's up? He said, Man of God to a pastor. I said, Give me two days. I'll pay. I didn't call anybody to say that, please. I won't do some program bill. In fact, I may stranded past everything. Send me some money. I don't remember doing it. I've never remembered from 2015 till now. Any program I've organized, I've never remembered begging anybody for money. I don't remember. I'm not saying that for that matter, I say, oh, that's man, he goes spending money, so he don't give you a tithe, give money before I start hijacking you. Hallelujah. I didn't ask anybody for anything. It's not pride. But I wired the money and I said, oh, so far, I need my things. The boys who came, did we give them? We gave them money. God made the provisions. When I finished, did I say, I'm, I'm hungry? When we finish, the offering we took, did I say, hey, I spent so, so, and so. I said, give me part of the money. Because I ended up spending almost 800 cities. While I was not working, I was in the house. How much did I take? 200 cities. It's what I took. Continue reading. God's provision, God's, uh, God's what? God's initiative will lead to his provision. Continue reading, bro. You will find all your everyday human concerns will be made. You find out that all your human everyday concerns will be all met when you are under his initiatives. Continue reading. Is that, oh, that you've finished the 34? No. Read the 34. Okay. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. 
You see, give your entire. That is why I like the amplifier because when you read it in the KJV also, it gives you a clear picture somewhere. But the amplifier continues in the 34 center. Submit, submit all to him right now. Read on. And don't get worked up about what may or may happen. May or may not happen. You see, Christians are so much worried about what the enemy is doing. And I tell Christians this thing. Get it for me. If our quest in life is that what the enemy will do and not do, I think we'll be fighting the wrong battle. Our focus and our quest is how can I be so close to God? And I tell you, you'll be an experience or a witness of Psalm 91. Are you here with me? That is what the scripture is saying. You are so much worried on what will happen and what will not. So every day you are chasing the wind. Every day you are beating the wind. Every day you are doing things that are not supposed to. So have you ignored the authority of God? Don't you see that sometimes you get so much occupied with life. You get so much occupied with what the enemy is doing. You get so much occupied with what the devil will do to you. And you even forgot there is a God in your life. You see, the enemy, he steals your attention by making you to focus on him. I'll preach a message, focus. I've preached it before. Focus on the one ahead. I'll preach it again. Focus. You see, anyone that you keep thinking about, you have given authority over your life. Are you hearing me? Anyone you keep thinking about. That is why I give the example. The simplest example I give is this. Look, when there is a small girl in your area that you want to chase, keep thinking about her. The girl has not sent you, but she has sent you indirectly. Carlis, is it true of us? She hasn't sent you. She hasn't opened her mouth, but she has sent you indirectly. Every day as you are there, you'll be thinking about, I cannot make this girl happy. The girl has not said anything. She hasn't even said yes to you. But every day, all you are thinking about is, Charlie, I want to make sure if I dress. When this girl sees me, she will be the bugger be that. So as you are walking, as you are going to bath, you are in the bathhouse, you are thinking about AC. Then you are singing AC in your mind. She hasn't sent you. But almost everything that you are doing, you are doing because of AC. She hasn't, she hasn't opened her mouth to you. And that is how the enemy is. And many of the times, we are so much concerned with what the devil is doing and what he's not doing. And we have forgotten that there is a God. Don't you know that at times the weariness of what the enemy is going to do in our life make us forget about the potentials or the, po- 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 the, po- the, the, the authority and the abilities of God? Do you realize it? You're worried so much of what the enemy can do and cannot do. Charlie, what is the time? Okay, it's 11.30, just this much. Have to watch. Share. Eh? You're so much worried about everything. Make you forget what God can do in your life. It hasn't it happened to you before that some of the time when we are thinking about negativity is when negativity happens to you? Has it happened to you before? Yes. I've written and said, when I was going to check the results, I knew, I was saying, hey, this one, maybe if I don't pass, and I checked and I failed. The next time I was going to check the next one, I said, God, this one, I've got to the hey, I check and I, hey, I'm celebrating. That is why I now said that, I, my horn is exalted, my territory is alive because I rejoice in the salvation of God. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? You've forgotten God. So soon. Anka, read on, read on. Let me, let me, let me quickly wrap up. Ah, read it for me. Quickly. What do you do with whatever happens come up and when, come up when the time comes? Mm. So I think there is. No, yeah, go, read it. God will help you deal with 
whatever hard things come up, mm. when the time comes. God will help you deal with whatever happens when the hard time comes. Or when the time or hard times hard things. When the hard times comes. Or when the times comes. You see, that is what we don't get. So sometimes when we are being told that focus. Surrender to God. You say, hey, make a surrender to God. Go chop what? Go chop, Gary. Make a surrender to God. Go chop what? I'm telling you, look, when I became a Christian, eh, hmm? when I became a Christian, this is one thing I told God. I don't want to be a common Christian. I don't want to be a common Christian. I was ever ready. So the Bible became my daily food. I've, I've told you before. Then, then, I had a rich girlfriend who is in the United States of America now as a nurse. Who was ready? The promise we had to ourselves in high school was that once she leaves Ghana to US, a year or two or three later, I'll follow her. So when I broke up with her, she walked to my house and begged. But I said no. I called her at my study table when I was reading my small KJV Bible. The relationship is over. She was broken. The, fat, the mother knew me, the brothers knew me. She was broken. But I took my stand because I said to myself, I can't continue fornicating. I can't continue misbehaving. I can't continue being a fool. I tell people that it is good. I knew some of the stupid things at a very good age. Yes. When I was in classroom, my girlfriend was in JHS3. Can you dare yourself with me? Who are you? Ah, but you also, you know, I was called to JHS3 before you started doing me. Class 3 now, Charlie. If you for your what's a map forget. So that sometimes when I see something, I only laugh. I'm the only student in the whole school, in high school, or JHS, who was able to compete a teacher for a girl, and I won the game. This mass teacher, I mean, what's up? He was able to come to school and ask me to nail down because of Beatrice. And I will kneel down. You are laughing. And I will kneel down. I will kneel down. So he was teaching, he finished teaching science. And mass, but when he calls me to the class, I'm the one who is able to pass his exams to. We are computing because of the girl. He'll call the girl to his house, trying to show the girl some movies. The girl will come and tell me that don't mind him, man. Everything he does, I'll come and tell. Because of that, he went to the stand of befriending the girl's mother. The girl to say, Don't worry, I'm yours. I said, <laughs> Look, I'm sharing, sharing my life story. I started very early. But when I met Christ, I said, Oh, see, Lord. I broke my sin card and threw it away and bought a new one. I remember in SHS, the one in the US right now, she called me and I was teaching a certain girl faces. You know, ladies always have problems with calculations. I was teaching us faces and signs. And the girl knows that this guy is good. When he's teaching ladies on one on one, something is about to happen. Me, SS, SS, SHS 1, SHS 2, 3. Somebody was paying my school fees. Yes, a woman was paying some. I was paying some myself too. Unless they, when, they, when she's having money, when they are sacked there, she used the money to pay my school fees and she will go home. Ha ha ha. Boy. But then to have decided not to hear my sermon. Mpone. Mpone no. So everybody in the school. So when she called one day and she wanted to talk to him and my friend, so Patrick is teaching a certain girl. She called and she they brought the voice. She said, Patrick, whom are you teaching? I said, a certain lady. She said, Patrick, I'm begging so you understand. You are teaching a girl. I know what can happen. She went, then uh, hear me more. Um, no, it's not brag. 
but I stood my ground. I've been saying that if I'd gone to a government SHS, like by now I'm the top weed smoker in town, it's good I went to a private SHS. Because there, I shared Christ. I didn't share myself. In SGHS, I was sharing myself. I would hold the microphone and rap, and people would be jumping on their toes. When you're coming to the school, when you hear the name Ekwaji, when you get to Boade, you hear the name Ekwaji, you know the two brothers. We are more than twins. You know the, the second one? Yes. But here I stand. If I want to share my story, it is more than a whole message to you that I submitted. I sang the song, I surrender all. I remember giving my life to Christ twice. After I've given my life to Christ in Presby, they had prayed with me in Lighthouse again. I gave my life to Christ. I went to church. Reverend Atodixin preached. I surrendered. I was putting cloth on my I threw the cloth away. I said, Reverend, here I am. I'm a sinner. I want to repent. My sister laughed at me and said, why did you do that? You don't give our life to Christ, life to Christ twice. I said, you don't know what I'm going through. Only me seeing what I'm seeing. You may be like the people that were following Paul. Saul, who became Paul. That when the light fell, Saul, Paul saw it, but they, they didn't see anything. They were only running away. I know what I was seeing. Please. The kingdom of God is not just about the blessings of God. Relax. Relax. I've not gotten anywhere from my message, but relax. The struggle we go through in an attempt to get the attention of God is because we have refused the key. The key to what brings it. Let me read this quickly to myself. I think I'll be ending my message here. The struggles we go through in an attempt to get the attention of God is because we have refused the key. The key that brings it. Ah! 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 Are you here with me? Please. I don't want to, I don't want to take your time. I don't want to take your time. But all I want to plead with you is to seek the authority of God over your life. Thy kingdom come. Next week, I'll tell you what the kingdom of God is. But today, I want to dot your mind. That is why in our fasting and prayer, it's only seven days. Look, pray it earnestly than any other thing. Look, sometimes in my life, I'm being honest with you. I hardly pray for money. I hardly pray for money. I'm, let me be sincere. I hardly pray for money. If I don't have my wife, who have. Don't say amen. Look, I don't pray for money. I don't pray for certain things. Look, I've never remembered after I've gotten born again, surrendered to God, that I would go and be hiding. The only time I was praying for a helper in my life, I still pray for them, but the only time I was praying for help, I was when I wanted to leave my father's house. I pray to God that I need a helper because I want to go to school. I'm begging you. Don't waste your time. Go and read that scripture in the Amplifier, in, in the Message Bible very well. Matthew 6, 32 downwards. Go and read it there. Understand it. So that when you are saying anything or when you are doing anything, you will know what you are doing. Don't let anybody deceive you. Don't let anybody deceive you.
That, oh, come and let us go and pray. No, 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 no. Rise up. Rise up. Says that these people have drawn nigh to me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. We have come all the time. Are you desirous just to see the authority of God over your life? Do you want to see the blessings? He said, They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide by the shadows of the Almighty. What are you desiring God for? I'm desiring Him. I'm desiring Him that He, 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 He will be the king over my household. I want you to just lift your voice and say, Lord, all to you, all to you, all to you, all to you. Lift your voice and pray to Him. Lift your voice and pray to Him. All to you. All to you, all to you. Surrender it all. Say your authority, your authority, your rulership, your providence, your, your control over everything around me. Ah. Don't give him some part of your life. Give him all. 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 Raise your voice. Talk to him. Tell him all to you. All to you, O Lord. All to you, O Lord. All to you, O Lord. All to you, I belong. All to you, I'm surrendering. My household. My everything. I am saying that, oh God, come and be the king over the places I've not surrendered to. That is why you are chasing the wrong girl. That is why you are chasing the wrong boy. That is why you are chasing the wrong thing. But you are saying, oh God, all to you. Look at this, my house. I've cried about this sickness over and over again. It is not going. But God, all to you. All to you. All to you. All to you. You are giving him some parts. But he's saying, can I take all? I want all. I want all. I want all. Surrender it all. Say to him, your authority. Your authority. Your authority. Your authority. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Ah. Thy kingdom come. All to you. All to you, I surrender all to you, all to you, all to you, I give it all to you. If you can sit like the songwriter and can sit like Jesus. Ah, he said, I lay my test at your feet. Ah, Likababa Hava Susian de la Delebre, Braconsi Apavilla Katuata, Magia Malaba. Stop coming time after time and again. When your house is under fire, when your rent is dying, that is why you know to ask for money. But Lord, all to you. I don't want to hold back any other thing again. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High said, Dwells and abide by the shadows of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He's my rough faith, He's my first place and my refuge. Ah, who shall I be afraid? All to you. I see an angel standing at the gate. All to you. All to you. All to you. All to you. Ah. The angel of God came to Mary, many speak to Mary, that thou will be of a child, and shall call his name Jesus, and he shall save his people from their sin. And Mary said, Behold, I know not the son. And he said, The Spirit of God, the power of God will overcome you, and thou shalt bear a son. And he said, Be it unto me according to thy word. 
and weaknesses will overcome. Look, the moment you are ready to surrender all to God, your weaknesses are overcome. Your weaknesses are overcome. Your weaknesses are overcome. Yes. One day, Jesus met Peter after his resurrection and said, Peter, lovest thou me? Peter said, yes. Lovest thou me? He said, yes. He said, lovest thou me the third time? And Peter said, Jesus, you know that I truly love you. He said, then feed my sheep. In other words, he was telling Peter, prove to me that you love me by doing what I've said. Go and feed my sheep. Are you ready to do it? In this crooked world, in this 21st century, that everybody is seeking after his own will, that everybody is chasing after his own, that everybody wants to go his own way. The quickest way to money is rituals. The quickest way to money is cyber crime. Every stupid thing. You don't want to build a life again. You just want to be a, any other thing. Dress like everybody. Live like everybody. And proclaim I'm a Christian. You're a fool. You're a liar. You're not. Are you ready to surrender it all to him? It's a sacred calling. It's a sacred calling. In the cross.